this is uh, let's be frank we are once again doing a at home podcast i'm sitting here on zoom but you're not going to see the zoom because my fat santa claus face you don't want to see that but today i am sitting with doug moore drummer extraordinaire from split decision is there another Doug Moore coming? I don't know. The drummer extraordinaire yeah, one has made the, it here yet. It is only my uh, my good friend Doug. I, uh, I've known you, uh, Christ. I don't even know how long I've known you. It's it's been a long decades. It's been decades. a long time. So you're a local at least boy. Two decades, probably. Easily two decades. You're yeah. a local boy, right? Easy. You grew up locally. Yeah, South Jersey. South Jersey. Uh, yeah. When. Was it that you started playing drums? When did your when, like did you start in like high school band or like before that or did you pick it up later? I think like junior high, like I'm gonna say seventh grade maybe. Was it seventh grade? Was it a what is it like a, a a high school band kind of a thing or just something you always wanted to do? Was there something that like specifically tugged you to drums? I think it. I liked to go, well, I think what told me the drums was, was Kiss. And, you know, really? they, they just, they looked so cool. They were like superheroes and they got tons of girls. Like all the things that I know I would not be getting without some kind of extracurricular help. Cause what, cause my standard issue, Doug, was, wasn't going to, wasn't going to have those things. So uh, yeah, man, I think it might've been probably Kiss in the late, late seventies. They were just like, you know, bigger than anything. Yep. I was no. a huge Kiss you know, fan. The music when I was a kid. isn't. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was Kiss, and I mean the school band, even the junior high band. That was that just got dumped on top of it. That was just a good way to get out of class. Or would you rather go to band, or would you rather go to you know whatever science you had to go to, or whatever in seventh or eighth grade? So yeah, I mean I did all that stuff from junior band all up through marching band and all that. Any drum, any drums I could get a hold of, really, to do anything with drums. Lessons better than anything else. It still is. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You took lessons. Yeah, you might know one. I mean, it was in my this period of my lessons was in my later life. You might know. You know, Jay Bruno mm -hmm. used to work over at. Uh, I think I studied with him when I got into this band for at least ten years. So just with Jay, and then he oh, moved, wow. moved to like Puerto Rico. He moved to like Puerto Rico or something like that. He retired. So but yeah, I had just tons of teachers from. This is the only band though that you've. You weren't, were you in any other bands before Split? Or has it been Split all the way? Nah, but yeah, but I've been in bands since I've been like 13. Right. I've been like bands since I was, you know, a little kid. But nothing really that anybody would know until this stuff. You know, until the Split stuff. And it's what? been like, this is my 24th summer? 23rd, 24th? So yeah, that, right? So I was with the Rockets for about tw about the same amount of time. So you joined Split right when right about the time Dave plucked me out of the crowd uh, as a drunk groupie guy to help him uh, break yeah. down his band for breakfast. That was my first pay was breakfast. I think that was probably all all our first pay for a long time. <laughs> if you're lucky. What really what's lucky. the biggest drum influence? Your biggest your biggest drum influence of of every drummer that you mm, over mm. you know that's so hard dude it's so hard <laughs> I, mean, I, I love the I, obviously i love, love neil so right. much yeah you know and i have the same amount of love for bonham too you know two completely different drummers two completely different styles but i, I don't think an a i don't think an a and a mm -hmm. plus one that 
yeah, like when Neil died in January, man, I was, I was in Disney and I was getting all these texts. And I was like, this can't, this can't be real. This isn't real. This is, it's gotta be a hoax. Like it hit me. Like it was a, almost like a family member, dude. Like I was so ingrained and like, I love Rush so much. And I love this. I love him more than I love Rush, but I, I was just like, I was like, dep- I think I was like depressed for a while. My brother-in-law is huge, huge Rush fan. Uh, he used, he's, tra- he's traveled all over to see them and he was there in, it was their last show in Vegas, like their final. I, I think their last, their very last show was at the, uh, in LA. I don't know if it was the Staples Center, something like that. I think the Staples Center. He, w- he went last to, one. yeah, he went to one in Vegas that was uh, like a big deal at a casino yeah. or something. That was I, pro- I was probably towards the end. Yeah. It, I, probably, I mean, that's a West Coast run. Yep. Oh, yeah. I know he was. Yeah, I know yeah. it hit him pretty good too, because he was a huge. I mean, you know, he didn't pl- he didn't play an instrument, but he was pretty like whacked out about it. Um, yeah, man. I think if I was if I wasn't in Disney, I don't think at the time it would have would have been hard. It would have been a little <laughs> bit harder. What? So you've so you've been in the scene, I, about as long as I have. Uh, what is your? Give me your top three favorite clubs that you've played. From the day you started to now, mm, especially especially now that, that is, now that we just saw the, the the news that Mad River closed, that everybody loves Mad River, and dude. like they're you know, and the pen, you know, the video of the pendant getting knocked down. Oh my was, god! Like how much more that can hit, you take, dude? That hit me in my soul right there. That that hit me in my soul. Like that hit me as hard, not as hard as when Finnegan's closed, but pennant pennant being knocked down. That hurts your soul a little bit. Waking, waking up to see just the bulldozer. <sighs> like, oh, this is a live video. And then, like, it, I, I thought we were cool because we had, like, 25,000 views on one video we did. And I saw the pennant getting destroyed video had, like, 82,000 views. No shit. I the was video, like, this is everybody's childhood. The video that you got all the views for, that was the, the music thing you did a couple weeks back, right? No. Which that one, one was I, that? I forget. When that, the one that got the most views so far was just, like, the acoustic thing. Uh, this was Mike and JT yeah. and Thomas. Yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah. We we'll we put us on a video video out after that. Um, the five of us playing from our houses playing. I don't even know what song we were playing. That's awesome. Chris Brown song or something. Right. I don't even know. I lost. Uh, everything's lost track. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time <laughs> it is. It's just like every day is Sunday and blah 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 clock. Yep. I don't even know, man. I mean, I'm I'm one of the few lucky ones. I'm still working. I got to work from home, but. Even still, I wake up sometimes and I'm like, I my whole routine's off. I don't walk anymore. Oh, I don't yeah. go out anymore. Like I used to walk to the to the train station, get on the train and get take the train to suburban station and walk a half mile of work. I don't do that no more. I gained at least seven eight pounds. Dude, everybody's everybody's a little bit larger in this pandemic. I'm like, I hope I hope they don't call. Be like, yeah, Yo, you got to get tomorrow night. It's a private. I have to go get a new suit. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so your favorite, your favorite clubs. Give me, give me. If you could give me three, give me three. If you got to go five, because I know you played a lot of awesome clubs. I mean, yeah, and it, it depends on the night too. Right, you could be in like the smallest joint and just get that vibe that night. But like big, awesome clubs. I mean, I'm going all the way back to Maui. All the way back to Maui. That's really old. Outside never, on the deck at Maui. I never worked but, it, but I was. I went to it. Uh, dollar beer night. Penny, penny, oh, uh, not dollar beer. Uh, penny drink, penny drink night. Penny drink. How's that even? How's that even legal? Penny drink. Cause <laughs> penny you know drinks. what? 
They you give them a dollar and they're not giving you ninety nine cents back. They're yeah, like they just would just they would throw pennies. They would just have pennies all on the bar. Yep. So it's basically it's basically free beer. Get in your car and drive home. No. Dude, I would I would ask for a Coors Light, and I know for if they took the they took the the signs off the taps, and I know for a fact they were giving me beast beer. It had to be. There's no way they were. There was no way that that was Coors Light that was coming into them little stupid plants. But can you? But can you complain for free? No, absolutely not. I'll strain. I'll strain a free beer. I'll. I'll dude, still got some hops in it. I have a lovely reputation at never turning down a free drink. So no. Yeah, I mean it's, you can't complain about free drink. But yeah, right. Maui was a, Maui was a good one. I mean Finnegan, Finnegan's is legendary. You know Finnegan's is legendary. What else is on that grand scale like that? Um, the River Paloozas were fantastic all the time. They yep. were great. I mean, the Bottle and Cork in, uh, in Dewey Beach. Bottle and Cork was – the first time I went down there was so eye-opening to – I mean, we're all used to the Philly and Jersey bars and the clubs and, and going down there and, and, and just experiencing that – that just that whole vibe is – the whole Dewey Beach vibe is is in the sun in the sunlight. There's like oh there's 1,500 people here in the sunlight. That doesn't happen in Jersey. Now you know what I mean. Now I mean they're long days for us on the back end of things. Oh God, those yeah. are you know we would we personally would get we would play uh, La Costa Friday night in the beginning our first year there. That was when we shared the condo. We would mm-hmm. play La Costa Friday night. We would break down, and Dave's like, I'm not chancing the ferry, so we're driving around at 4 That's o'clock That's what we in the always morning. do. We always drive. And then we get there. We get maybe two hours sleep, and it's like, all right, we got to be there to set up because you got to set up at 1030 in the morning and sound check, and we're there. You know, Then we go back and maybe get two more, three more hours of sleep, but it was always worth it. It, it was the, just the, the scene down there and that – if you've never, if you're listening to this, if you've never experienced a, a Saturday at the Quirk, it, it's it's mind blowing. It's so just, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's yeah yeah it has to be seen. If you like yeah. live music, and I mean it's not that far from here, not that far from Philly, you got to go down and spend a day or the weekend in Dewey Beach. It's uh, it's it's eye opening, man. It, it's eye opening. Yeah. And. They also they get a lot of decent natural acts that come through there too. They get, they get a lot of good natural acts, man. I saw. saw Who would you see down there? Who would you see? We we saw we had a Friday and Saturday night run in Dewey, and then a Sunday and Monday night back to back in Secrets. So we went down a night early on Thursday, and we saw Get the Lead Out at oh, the court. Awesome. Oh Jesus God, there is amazing. And you know, Amazing. it doesn't look like the club. You walk in and you're like, "This is the cork." And then when everything's set up and it goes off, you're like, "This is the cork." Like, it's completely, it completely transforms. Yeah, I, it's crazy. We it were a cement, a cement box with a couple of bars, and then right? at four fifty nine, you're like, "Oh my god, this is sea! It's a sea of people." Yeah. Uh, we were at we were at the rudder one night. It was a Saturday night, and uh, I was. I was bored. I mean, you know, you get bored seeing the same songs over and over from, from, again, from my end, from the crew end, I can only listen to Jesse's girl so many times before I want to like, you know, drown myself in alcohol. So what's the matter? What are you a communist? (laughs) (laughs) I walked down to the cork and the Dan band was playing. Oh, no way. And I walked up to the door and I'm like, yeah, I'm, and she's like, ticket? And I'm like, yeah, I work with the Rockets. And they're like, oh, come, come on in. Come, come right in. 
And I stood in the back with Alex and watched the Dan band. He stood with me for like a half hour, just chit-chatting. Great. Just one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my life. Yeah, man. He's good. He's good people for sure. So yeah, that, that venue is off the hook. And then you've got to slide it back to the Jersey shore. I mean, La Casa has been our home for, yeah. I don't know, 20 years, I think 20 years. I, it's gotta you know? be at least. Probably. I did a couple of years at the Springfield and then we switched. That, that's it's, got, what, it's gotta be 20 years. That's what we did. We it sounds did crazy. It. it sounds crazy to say that. We play, I think I played but, uh, kicks once while I was with the band. Like once we played kicks, but now it, I, those are all, I mean, I would put them all in the same in my, in my top, absolutely Mm -hmm. top five bands. Uh, You guys play a lot of weddings. Yeah. More, more all the time. Yeah. Do you like weddings? Do you like playing weddings? I do like, I'd like, I like playing the wedding. The prep of the wedding is obviously a lot more prep than a regular gig. You know what I mean? Yeah. And once we're, once all the prep is over, and I know we not we know what they want, blah blah blah. We learn songs like the gig is cool. It's nice, nice playing a wedding. You know what I mean? You get yeah. teared up a little bit sometimes. The first dance, <laughs> like I know it sounds a little bit, a little bit soft, but no, it's no. nice. It's what, nice, man. What's the craziest request that you got to play at a wedding? Oh, oh, um, we had a mother bride want us to play a version of Hava Nagila, but the version she wanted and sent us. And it was just like 17 million instruments in it. Somebody's <laughs> playing a shopping cart. Uh, I don't know. I had to tell her like, listen, it's not going to sound like that. You know, we only take requests that we think we're going to sound good doing. Like, all right, this is your, this is your first dance song and it's by Skrillex. Don't try to ask us to, don't ask us to do it. Because I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. We're not going to do, do that. acoustic gonna sound right. You can't do acoustic Skrillex? Maybe, maybe you can do it, but I don't know. I want them to have the the uh, the experience they want. You know, you don't want to take somebody's song that means so much to them, and we're gonna hack through it because it's not right. band friendly. You know what I mean? But uh, I th- there's been some wacky ones. I mean, Havlin McGill is definitely up there. Um, we've had weddings where the bride, groom, both have like sat in with the band. But they've played instruments. That's been crazy too. That's pretty neat. You know, like yeah, it's good. Can you mind play a song? You mind? This is your wedding. You tell the song you want. <laughs> we we had one I did that uh, at the end, like we were just about getting done, and the bride came up to Dave, and the bride goes, um, "I want to hear Enter Sandman." And Dave looked at her and he goes, "What?" And she's like, "I don't." She's like, "I want to hear Enter Sandman." I saw you guys in the club. You guys played Enter Sandman. I want to see Enter Sandman. And I think it was back when Tiny was in the band still. And Dave called mm. it, and the band looked at him, and they're like, what? And the, they, he pointed to the bride, and she was all, yeah. So we played at her Sandman in a wedding. Yeah, she's the, the one that is the boss for the day. Yep. Well, and for the groom the rest of his life. But that's right. the, she's the boss, <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah, we're for, real uh, easy about it. We're, we're real easy. Like, we're, she, whatever you want, we're going to do it. So you guys, you're, you guys, you're holding up all right with this whole uh, – the way this whole all this shit's I don't even working know right what now. Even is man, I'm I'm I I go up I go up and down, you know I go up and down with it. Good days and then like days where I want to play my drums and then drum, days where I play my drum just makes me sad. Right. You know it's like so I hope we're coming out of it soon. I yeah you know? me too especially you go out on the, the roads brother and it doesn't look like there's any kind of pandemic. We were out yesterday. People are driving like maniacs. A billion to pe- million people out. It's like I don't know man. 
I went to Acme yesterday and <clears throat> there were, I would say out of, out of 10 people that I saw, four of them had the mask down below their mouth. Like, mm -hmm. they're not, you know, like, what's the point? If you're going to wear it, wear it. If you're not going to wear it, just, you know, stay out of store. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I want to get back. I mean, in the very, very beginning, it was nice to take a knee for like a week or two. Sure. But like, okay, this is like day 65, I think. Yep. I'm ready to go back to, back to work. Funny, funny thing that I had happen when I got hired at my job. So I do IT and I work for a, a company in Center City and it's a, about 750 people. So when I got hired in, in our Philadelphia office, I asked about work from home days. <clears throat> and my boss told me, well, your position requires you to be in the office at all times. It's like, mm -hmm. you can't work from home. Maybe if there's an emergency, we can figure something out. Well, day 60 or whatever it is, here I am working <laughs> from home. I can do my job 100% from, from, you know, I got a desk set up in my basement. I got this nice secret labs chair. It's a nice, a nice chair. I can, nice chair. I can do my entire job from my basement. Just like I think it's going to change a lot, of, a lot of business models. This is going to change a lot of business models. Yeah. Our, for sure. Our office floor plan was an open, they, they did this, they went away from cubicles and it's like one, like a long table with like, um, like a little bit of space between you and the next person. And they're going to, that's going to go away. It's going to go back to cubicles again. Cause you're not going yeah, yeah. to, you can't have this open office space. You might go to bubbles. I'll take a bubble dude. Keep me away <laughs> from people. Just send me messages on a computer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's you, fine. you do, you do now you teach drums also, aside from just playing in a band, you teach drums, right? Yeah. You give yeah. lessons to people. Is it? Yeah. Now, I mean, now it's all, now it's obviously right now it's all online, mm -hmm. which I never, which I've never done before until like a month ago. Zoom. It's, it's cool. Yeah. The Zoom, it's cool. I mean, it has its challenges, um, but it's, I, I'm, at least I'm able to reach out with information to students yeah. that want it. Yeah. You know, has that, has that slacked off at all or is it kind of staying the same or actually, actually I made it pick up because I wasn't really teaching a lot at all this year. I had a, I had a, like I had four, maybe four or five. I wanted to just chill with my teaching. I mean, it's been like 20 some odd years of playing all the time, teaching all the time. And I just was like, all right, I got to chill a little bit. And something has to give the band's obviously not going to give the band's busier than ever. So right. I had to be, I had, I wanted to be home a little bit more. You know, with my, I want to be out like out three weeknights a, a week teaching and then like gigging. And then by the time Sunday comes, I'm just like, Ugh. I mean, my wife deserves better than that than me just being a wrung out, miserable wash rag one day a week. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I cut the teacher back a lot. So I could just hang out, you know, more at home with my wife and the dogs and stuff like that. Just quality of life issue. I mean, yeah, I missed it, but you know, I had to balance one thing against another thing. And the band takes up a lot of time. You know, oh, people you. think, oh, you're just playing Friday and Saturday. It's uh, it's just yeah, you, you have a whole week off. It's a 24 hour day hustle, man. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, got... you work for yourself, and bands essentially work for themselves. Yep. You know, you got to work all. The, you got to do all the time. You got to either be on call or fix, put a fire out somewhere, or rehearse, or advance a gig. It's not just like I wish it was just like showing up at 10 o'clock Friday night, but no, it starts Monday morning. You yeah. Know? Yeah. See, I had the I had the luxury of uh, being on the back end of it. So Dave did all our hustling, and I didn't have to worry about, you know. Sometimes I would get to a club first if it's a club we hadn't been to, and I happened to be running a little early. I would get to the club first, meet the uh, meet the owner, the general manager, say hello, how you doing, you know. And then any questions they have, I would just kind of hold off on them and give them off to Dave. God rest his soul. 
I, um, yeah, man. And I still can't, I still can't believe dude, if there's any news that rocked me, it was getting that news like completely blew my world up. Uh, and, and I was, I was talking to, to B the other day and I was like, how do you think he would have handled this? She's like, that motherfucker wouldn't have stayed home. He would have been out every goddamn day. You know that he'd have been trying to work. He'd have been going somewhere. He didn't never sat. He didn't sit still when he was here. He wasn't going to sit yeah. still if this nah, happened. He didn't, he didn't sit still. I, I never knew somebody who had so many jobs. No, no. So many jobs. No, I, I, I was, I was talking. I, I, like I said, before we, we started recording this, I keep in touch with Wooten all the time. And we talk about it every so often. I'll text him and go, dude, can some of the stuff you've seen on Facebook, can you imagine what Dave would be like with this? And he's like, dude, Dave would be going around slapping people in the head right now. Yeah, he had no, he had no problem giving you a good, <laughs> a good, a good uh, straighten up slap when you needed it. Exactly. Give you a good raw. Now, but I, I, didn't, I didn't have to do the parts that you have to do. You, you, you know, you're, you're hitting the club owners and you're kind of making sure everything's set. All I had to do was go in, show me where to put the equipment and throw the equipment up. I, I, yeah. In some ways, I had it a lot easier. Give yeah, your day is three times as long, though. Yeah, yeah there were there were some uh, there were some really long days, but Dave really prided himself in when the gig was over. Dave didn't want to fuck around, and Dave didn't really want to stay around and hang out after hours. Dave wanted to get the truck packed up and get the hell out of there because he was dude, likely going to another show or not yeah. another show, another gig somewhere in a couple hours. Me, I'm down to stay around in a club till three, four, or five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Mark, Mark Kirkner's like that too, man. At two o, at two o one, they are ripping that stage apart to get out of there. I've seen, no, I've like, seen him hanging around. Yep. He's like, boom. He's laser focused. That's how. That's how Dave got. When Jerry was around, you remember Jerry, right? Mm -hmm. When Jerry was around, Jerry, Dave got to a point where he would have. He had Jerry like Jerry got his own trailer to carry the the, the lights and stuff that he used. Because at the end of the night, Dave would work around Jerry and get out of the club before Jerry had even put the ladder up to start taking stuff down. Jerry Some guys like to hang out. They like to hang out for a while and, and drink it in. Love to talk. Love to chit-chat after, yeah. after hours. Well, sometimes, sometimes, like, you know, we don't get to talk to the bartenders during the night really that much because they're hustling. You know, they got to make you their hope, money, too. So yeah. we cut yeah. to talk to them after hours. But um so i'm gonna i'm gonna get away from the band stuff and i'm gonna go to the nerd stuff because you and i were supposed to have a conversation a way 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 back we about were, a movie that we came were. out and we never got to actually sit and talk about this movie no we did not so what did you think of the joker i disliked it emphatically disliked it really I didn't enjoy it. I don't feel like it was a good experience. I mean, the acting, put the acting in another category. Okay. The acting was fantastic, but I don't want to go to even a superhero, not even as a superhero movie, but even in that universe, uh -huh. and walk out feeling like I need a shower. Really? And that's what I felt like. It, I, thought, I thought it was ugly. I didn't like it. It didn't entertain me. You know, See, it didn't entertain I, me. I was a little bit on the opposite end of that. I actually really liked it. I thought it was a really good different take on the character and i mean there were some really cringeworthy parts but as long as they don't fall down the hole and make it a sequel make a sequel to it make some kind of like leave that as it is and i'm cool with it but if you start trying to tie batman into this and you start 
you know like you you gave yeah. the little easter eggs and then the director's like well they weren't easter eggs they they were they were easter eggs. yeah um no i see i enjoyed the acting i mean yeah again acting aside the acting was absolutely amazing oh, phenomenal phenomenal he's, he's a he's a monster a monster actor but you didn't like it but you didn't really like it i didn't it like it man I, I don't know i don't i'm sure why i just didn't, i didn't enjoy it i mean my wife was like i don't like this going to sleep <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. That's I, I don't know. It was too. It was too dark. It was, yeah. it was just okay. too dark for me. I mean, I grew up with campy, campy mm-hmm. Batman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not that I'm not down for a dark Batman. You know, because Bale's kind of like that, a dark Batman a little bit. But this was like, I don't know if I want straight murder in my superhero movies. Well, so what? Not counting the one that's coming up that that I'm gonna go to in a second but who's your who's your top batman like so your um, your your batman rank i mean we did to, this to me obviously obviously it's adam west for me okay i mean for sure and then after that each one of them has good qualities after that you know i mean keaton had great bruce wayne mm-hmm. i think he's a great bruce wayne batman he was all right as batman i mean I think Michael Keaton was kind of handcuffed with that costume too. He, he, he that seemed a little. You couldn't no yeah. expression. You couldn't move his head. No. You know, but for, I I liked it. I liked all the Bale ones too. The only problem I have with the Christian Bale ones is that voice. Yeah. Is that Batman yes. voice? Why? So you already look menacing enough. You're already like two twenty, completely yeah. muscles. You don't need to put on that that voice. Like you were smoking unfiltered palm oils for ten years. You know, you're scary enough. You're scary enough. You don't need to do that. That kind of takes you out of it. And when somebody points that out, they're like, why is he going to do that voice? You're like, oh, man, you just ruined yeah. it for me. You, that, so I, I don't put Adam West at one, but he's – I kind of put him off to the side. Like, he's his own – to me, he's his own category because he was really, like, the real first mainstream Batman, and he, you, you can't top that. Uh, it was campy. Yeah. It was fun. It was it was not too adult. It was you know it was geared towards right. everyone. I personally like Ben Affleck way more than any other Batman. That has wow, been that I, is really. I he had he had the grumpy old man Bruce demeanor that was really good. Like the I'm sick and tired and beat down. He was a good yeah, grizzled yeah. Batman, and they did the voice perfect he, they gave yeah. him the voice modulator so it 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 was the perfect way to disguise the voice yeah no he was he was he was good he was that good grizzled frank miller yep um batman for yeah. sure like it, it yeah. i like him and then and then i put keaton and then bale yeah the other two i can't i just don't even I, even if those movies were terrible they were just terrible they were awful movies and I, it sucks because I love Val Kilmer and I really like George Clooney. And yeah. just neither one of them, like Kilmer was an, an okay Batman and Clooney was an okay George, uh, Bruce Wayne. But over, no, they're no. just, what no. do you, so what do you think of Pattinson? Do you like the casting? I, I, wanted, I wanted to give it, I wanted to give it a try. I mean, I'm always open to like new, a new all right, who's going to be a new Batman? Because I know in my life I'm going to see 10 more 10 more Batmans, you know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I didn't hate the idea. And then yesterday it came out that uh, 
and it could be complete. It could be complete just bull, but right. he refuses to work out because he doesn't want to portray uh, the kind of the kind of stereotypes. Like what? What stereotypes? As what? A superhero? Somebody right. who's supposed to be strong? That, who right. Can maybe run without getting winded? I don't well, know. I don't know. Well, it could be bull. So, Zachary Levy, when he played Shazam, he's not that bulked up either. So, I mean, he didn't have to say. Pattinson didn't have to say he didn't want to work out. They could have just padded his costume. And then after the fact, he could have said, yeah, well, you know, I did some, but like, I think he's definitely going about it the wrong way by. He's got big shoes to fill. Nobody wants to see a 130 pound Batman. No, not at all. You know, I mean, it's... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and I get it. It's supposed to be early in his, his career as Batman. So it's like some of the stuff isn't going to be the way it is in the comics yet. It's going to be like their earlier incarnation in, in Incarnations of him, right? No, yeah. I'll, don't get but, me wrong. I'll see. It the, I'll see it the first week. Absolutely. So uh, day one. Absolutely. Maybe maybe night one. Yeah, you I'm. Know, I'm like that one. with the big with the as long as we're allowed to go into movie theaters, of course. Yeah, dude, that was Star Wars, right? Um, yeah. I mean, we I, did it every. The band, the five of us, has gone gone to every Star Wars release. I don't know, since Jay's been in the band, five years, every midnight release yep. in December or whenever they pull it out, we go to like the one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. I saw movie. that, I saw I that last time. I, I had to, I had to shut Facebook off until I could get in there to see it. Did you, yeah. so did you like the last Star Wars movie? Do you know what's funny? Uh, when I saw it, and I think it was like a one forty yeah. show. I think when it was over, I was like, I didn't like that, man. I don't like that at all. And I, th- and I went back to see it, like, in the regular people time with my wife, and I loved it. And I loved it. So I think, I think that uh, just that I might be too old to go to the movies at 2 o'clock in the morning anymore yeah. and have, a, and have a, uh, a neutral view because I didn't like it at all. I telling everybody how I hated it. And I saw it a few days later with my wife, and I was like, no, this is great. And I've seen I, it a couple more times since then. I mean, it's not New Hope. No, God, no. It, we, we talked about this. Uh, well, we, we spent a whole episode, uh, me and Nogo and uh, Jack Kidd and uh, our friend JJ, we spent a whole episode talking about the movie, but we never posted it because one guy, JJ, all he did was rip Last Jedi the whole time, every chance he could get because <laughs> he just hates that movie. I mean, it's not great. But it's not, but it's not the I'll worst I'll take that one. instead of no Star Wars. Right. It's not the worst one they made. It it just the guy tried something different, and the people didn't like it. The the fan base just didn't want to go with it. Were you out on Rogue One? I loved Rogue One. Rogue I thought Rogue One, one was right. great. Rogue One was Rogue is one, one of the, the best. best. Yeah, it's absolutely that that hallway scene at the end. Dude, that last five minutes. That just made, stop it. Just that, stop it. That made Darth Vader the villain everybody wanted him to be. Yes, and not and, the crying uh, crying. Um, no mask on laying there at the end of Jedi when he just gets in the dark and all of a sudden you just see his saber go zoop, you know yep. it's on he's choking people throwing him with one hand drop kicking other guys it's one of the best scenes in Star Wars history did you watch the cartoon stuff did you watch the Clone Wars and Rebels no, no. Okay. should I you absolutely I mean, well you've watched Mandalorian right oh my god I love Mandalorian okay. so much watch the Clone Wars uh, if you don't want to watch all of them, you can Google something to say, to like see which one are the most important. I mean, it's a really good story. It tells a really good Anakin story. It's, it's not for kids. I thought it was for like kids. Yes and no, but it 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 adds so much more to Star Wars because 
so spoiler alert for anybody that has not seen Rebels and that has not seen Mandalorian, I'm going to, I'm going to jump into spoiler shit here. The end of the Mandalorian, when, when the dude comes out of the TIE fighter with that dark lightsaber. Yeah. That's a huge piece of Star Wars lore that first shows up in Rebel or first shows up in the Clone Wars. Hmm. And that's that lightsaber is was crafted by the only Mandalorian Jedi. Oh, so in Ooh. Rebels, they come across it again. Darth Maul had it. Well, Maul had it, and they give it to the Mandalorians as whoever basically whoever holds has that lightsaber basically rules the Mandalorians. So, wow, I didn't know that. Right. So in Rebels, it's given back to the Mandalorians. So for this guy to have it at the end of the Mandalorian, which is set after Rebels, yeah, is something really like that was one of those like holy shit moments for people that watched all this. And what's and then, Mandalorian supposed to be? Ten years after a five, 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 five years, and yeah. all throughout Clone Wars and Rebels, they they basically tell the story of Anakin's Padawan Ahsoka, who's huge and getting her own tv show soon oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's real big in in rebels and huge in clone wars and then supposedly is going to show up in the second season of mandalorian yeah so is boba fett so is boba fett and i heard they, that i've written out goosebumps you can't see it because this is a podcast but yeah complete and, goosebumps <laughs> boba and, fett showing up and the guy that played uh jango fett is playing boba fett and know, he's crazy. playing one of the clones from the Clone Wars, Rex, who was, again, you, if you watch it, he's huge, huge story arc throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah. And they just cast Timothy Oliphant as somebody. Really? I love him. Dude, Dead was one of the best series ever made. I, I watched that for the first time last year. Really? All yeah. of it? All three seasons? All, all three seasons and the movie. It was amazing, right? It was, he, watching that, and then I went back to start to to rewatch Justified because I never finished that, and mm. he's in that. He's a U.S. Marshal, and right, so he's he, the same same deal, same he, same dude, character. He plays the exact same character. He's just as cocky, and he's got the cowboy hat, and he's a marshal in Tennessee, uh, or is it Kentucky? Uh, Kentucky. He's a marshal in Kentucky. And he just, he walks around and he, he kind of pulls his jacket back a little bit where his gun's holstered and he rests his hand on his gun and he's got the, <laughs> he does the quick draw, killing people. Like it's, it, it's great, dude. If, All right. I gotta check, I gotta check that out. I've that's on Hulu. That. It's on Hulu. He's really good in it. It was an FX show. I love, I love Hulu. I love, all I've been doing is Hulu. I'm, I'm in, I'm into, I'm into the handmaid's tale. Oh geez. It sounds, sounds corny, dude. I'm so into this. I'm like, I think I'm four seasons deep. I'm like, shh. I'm like, what? Handmaid's Tale's on. Yeah, I, uh, I've been watching Justified and I, uh, Disney Plus. I re started rewatching Rebels. It's a quick 23 minute episode. I'll check it out. I'll check that out for sure. Clo yeah, watch Clone Wars first. Uh, they're, mm -hmm. Like I said, they're 20 minute episodes. So it's like, they're quick. They're quick. I, got a lot of I got a lot of 20 minutes right now. You do have a lot of 20 minutes. Probably. I got a lot of 20 minutes. I, um, um, what go ahead. No, no, I, I forgot what I was gonna say. What was it about? Have you been? Have you been down to Hollywood Studios yet and seen the Star, seen the Star Wars no. stuff down there in Disney? No. No, everybody. A religious. I want to say it's a religious experience. <sighs> I want to. I want to schedule maybe maybe next year. I'll I'll kind of block the time off. I mean, I was supposed to go to Clearwater with Ray and Angel yeah, all day. That's right. And I canceled. Me and Jay were going. 
and we canceled we canceled our portion of it and they all went down and had a blast yeah so yeah. i mean whenever they i mean you know they're opening the shores up as of what we're recording this on the 17th of may so they're opening the shore they're opening the beaches up on memorial day the shores are opening back up like normal but no bars and no bands no yet, bars which no bands. i mean this i mean is we're, the, we're like the last the last people to be thought of you know it's uh Cir circus performers and then the bands <laughs> and the bands can come back i think this is going to happen but uh it i don't know man i mean i don't know it sucks because i know this is the kickoff to your season like this is this is where you make bank is the next three months yeah this is yeah this is the yeah this is like you know if we were a retail store this would be like you know the last few months before christmas yep you yeah. know it's like right now we're just every day you, you don't know what's going to happen like no. You get a call and we're good to go, or you're, it's you can't even hypothesize about it because you don't know. No, it's just that's the part I think. If somebody said to me, "Listen, you guys are going to sit home for seventy days and we get back on the road," at least there's an end to it somewhere. Yep. And you yep. know, there's going to be an end to it eventually. But not knowing, not knowing that end, it's like, all right, enough, enough. It's just like, tell me I'm going to be home for seventy, eighty days. All right, but then we're going to go back on the road. Yeah, it's just like not knowing if we're going to play. In August, not knowing we're going to play next week, not knowing if we're going to play in October. Yeah, and now you got bars closing yeah, down, and I that's canceling gigs. Mm hmm. It's yeah. I can't imagine. I I I can't imagine how I would be if I were still like full time with the band and not doing what I'm doing now. Like I don't know how the hell I would be. I would be going out of my mind. Yeah, like I said, there's good days and bad days. I mean, I look. I got to look at it as like. Even though I graduated college and all that stuff, this is the only real job I've ever had. Just playing yeah. and making everything I've ever made is playing drums since I was in like 20. So if there's a little three or four month pause in my full time career, I still got to be grateful. Like, dude, I, everything I've ever done financially is because of playing music, you know? Right. Houses, cars, vacations, food, turning yeah. your heat, everything. So I can't complain. I, I can, but. It's a, it's a, this is the biggest pause in the last, whatever, 25, going on 28 years of playing music full time. I can't, I, I still won. Even if it was over right now, even if it was all over right now, I still won. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, still won. you could also look at it as a nice refresh. Like, I know that yeah. the grind of playing day in, day out, year after year is, is it, it gets to you and, and it's yeah. harder on for some instruments than others. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's the hardest on vocal vocalists and drummers, you know what yeah. I mean? Because you don't, you're not, you can't play as fast as you played when you're 22 or, or maybe you have the stamina singing as long as you could or as high as you could. Yep. You know, but uh, uh, we're, I, we're lucky that Jay is a, Jay is just, He's not even from this planet. You know, we can go out and do five gigs, and then the two nights we're off, he'll go to open to an open mic or a uh, acoustic gig, some acoustic gig, and he'll do he'll do twenty songs that night. I'm like, dude, he's, save your voice. And I'm like, for what? You know, what I say for he's never he's never lost it in like the five years he's been playing with us. I always go back like, dude, get in your room and rest after the gig. You got to go to sleep, get some rest, and drink your water. And it's like, all right, I'm just gonna get off his back because. He's doing what he does and still not calling off any song. Do this, this one. Let's do this one. Let's do this. Like, all right. I if he's if, he's a he's he's a juggernaut. If I recall is. from when he was with us, I don't. I think it was the same way. I, I'm 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 almost I'm almost a hundred percent sure that he never he never called a day off. Never called never called songs off. I mean, I 
Nope. And from the day he joined our band, I, I instantly clicked with him. He's a, such a good dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down eventually and talk to him. Uh, that'll yeah, be a lot that, of fun. That would be that would be good comedy. Yeah, be good. I'm tr- we're still trying to make him a little bit evil, you know, like <laughs> like like me and Ray a little bit. Trying yeah. To bring him to the dark side. He's, and he's he's, he's nah. He's, he's got a good heart. No. He's too. He's he's not like us. He's not rotten. He's not yet. He's, he's too. No. He's not gonna be. I mean, five years. I've been hammering on him. You know, trying to make him a little more evil. He's like the <laughs> perfect boy next door. <laughs> I was like, you shouldn't say that. That's not nice. That's somebody's feelings might get hurt. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Who are you? He's he said that to, I've texted him like some horrendous shit sometimes, and he'll just I be know. like, dude, that's not cool. I'm like, yes, it is cool. It's funny. Laugh. It's, it's funny a joke. Laugh. Yeah. I um uh, I got a I I've again 20, 20 some years into business, and I never picked anything up. I didn't I didn't know how to do sound. I really I don't know how to do sound. I could do lights. I could do lights. Great. Never learned an instrument. And so I figured with all this quarantine time and I'm not spending my money anywhere, I bought a guitar. Oh, I nice. bought a cheap guitar. I was talking to Ray about it. I bought a cheap guitar and I bought this, this video game Rocksmith that uh, it's actually, I'll show you cause I'm sitting right here. So it's, it's this, it teaches you how to play guitar. It's a video game, but it, it is like, it teaches you how to play guitar. So I was talking to, to Jimmy Wooten about it and he said, like, yeah, my kid learned got that video game and learned and he plays like he's a really good guitar player now he learned so it works it works it's been proven it it works not as well for me yet because my fingers don't move the way they're supposed to like because again that my fingers know this you know my fingers that's that was an xbox controller my fingers don't move so i started doing some of the lessons now i had to buy this this thing to learn finger finger strength and but I love it and I suck at it, but I love it. And Ray's like, if you're expecting to, to like know the guitar in two days, he's like, you're in for a real set. You got to really, it's going to take a long time. And I was like, all right, I'm yeah. down for that. But yeah. you know, he said, like, well, well, he's like, I'll do Facebook live meet. Uh, I'll help you out when you get a little bit further in and you kind of, you know, but that's, that's cool. what I, that's the one thing I wanted to try and do is I figure I'm here doing nothing. I may as well, you know, you got to try new. It's good. You got to try new things, man, for your brain. I've been thinking. I've been thinking about with all this Tyson stuff coming back. I'm thinking about picking up, maybe picking up boxing. It's just it. something to do. Something to do. Do it. Something it's, new. Something new to challenge yourself. You know. You could do it in your house, right? You could. Yeah. I mean, you could. You could do it in your house. You could. You could learn. I mean, you could learn to do anything in your house right now, right? I mean, you could, yeah. but uh, yeah, I'll, I, I'll be building a new skill set. I might like to work on. Yeah, that or I'll mm-hmm. or I'll just turn off all the screens and I'll just sit and read sometimes and just like read a book, cause <laughs> just to kind of keep the brain fresh. I like re- I like reading a book. I love I love to read. I my dad got me into Tom Clancy books. Okay, all right. I, that and then you mean you know sci-fi stuff, anything sci-fi. Yeah, there's like there's a good app called Scribd. Okay, it's like twelve dollars a month and you can read anything, pretty much anything you want. Oh, nice. Scrib, Scrib, I think it's called. Yeah. Right, right, right. Does it too? It's like $12 oh. a month and you can read like books, magazines, like a podcast. It's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's man. not bad. That's not no, bad. It's all on your iPad or whatever. You don't have to like, I hate buying a book and like, okay, I want to do with this now. <laughs> you know, after, I, after I read it, I'm like, I'm going to do this. I think I'm space. I, I have, I have books, I have boxes in boxes, boxes of books. Yeah. For shit that I'm never going to pick up again and that I can get on a Kindle and just. 12,000 yeah. books on one little flat pad is, mm-hmm. is, is way mm-hmm. better. But, Definitely. um, no, I mean, I, 
I absolutely love doing this. I wish we had gotten to do it sooner. Uh, it just, I mean, shit, there was one roadblock. It's all right. All time, all time is stopped right now. It doesn't matter. It's plenty of time. It really is. And we'll, I'll circle back around with you again in, in the future. Uh, Cause I did the same thing with CT. He was the first one I ever did with. And then uh, we, <clears throat> I went back. You went rack and revisit last week or whatever. Yeah, we he was he he reached out to me because he's got he's doing his own solo album stuff and like nice you know I guess it's harder for a drummer to do like albums like like a solo album. I mean, yeah, you, you have to you know you have to be a drummer that can write you know write yeah. songs to on, on another on another instrument. Right. You know? I mean, I guess like I said, I guess it's easier for a singer or a guitar player to like jot down an album and yeah, it is for, I mean. No one wants to hear ten songs just just drums beaten. I certainly don't want to hear that. You know, yeah, I certainly don't want to hear that. It's easier to just play on an album. Yes, I have somebody be like, "Yo, I got this song idea. You want to play on it? Absolutely. Let's do. Let's, do you, I'll fire it up." Do you get any of that kind of stuff? I I I didn't even, I wanted to yeah, ask that earlier. And I forgot. Like studio yeah, work are, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's not really any stu anybody's studios well, really are pretty much, you know, in their houses. But uh, yeah, once in a while somebody comes through. And now, like that, I had to upgrade all my stuff for online teaching. And I got a full studio in there. All my whole my whole kits, mics. I'll run it through a board. I'll run it through an iRig. Nice. So yeah, so I, I can fly in tracks and then put something down and send it back to somebody. But yeah, you got a but producer extraordinaire. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Mike. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Mike. Mike's fantastic. Yeah. You know everything he touches sounds great. Yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I love listening to his shit. Yeah, it's good. He, he's he's great, man. I miss all those guys, dude. I haven't seen I can't believe I haven't seen those guys in like sixty some days. I'm surprised you guys haven't done like a social distancing meetup. Nah, we just we we we, we did a couple times on uh on Zoom or whatever. We That's good. And uh, just look at each other's faces and stuff. But it's it's strange, man. Some of you you're like with all the time, especially in the summer. Yep. We were just connected at the hip all the time. And it's like, boom. This is the longest I think I've ever gone without gigging since I've been like 15 or 16, man. It's just so weird. I know. So now, not just the finances. I mean, that's whatever it is, but I miss the life, miss the life of it. Yeah. Driving home at 3 o'clock in the morning, eating beef jerky, <laughs> laughing, you know, just being generally just being a giant adolescence. Yeah. And even, even with all this, at least at, at points you had sports to lean back on. I mean, you don't even have, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing, man. There's just, there's nothing. It's, you know, like I love the past and I love the, you know, but I can't watch old games where I know the outcome of it. Like you can't watch Boston versus, uh, versus LA. No, no, I'm not, I don't want to watch the Flyers four overtime game again. I would live through that once. That's enough. I lived through that once. Where were you when that happened? Do you remember where you were? I was I was living in Northeast Philly. I was living on Anchor Street. I was working for Aramark filling vending machines. I went to bed at midnight and woke up for my I had to get up at like three o'clock in the morning for to go head to the office and I woke right. up and turned on the TV and I watched the last it's half so hour of the game where they won. Yeah. Never forget it. Playing. Yeah. Where playing, where, yeah. Where do you remember where you were? We were playing at Reed's Center Square. You know, and obviously the game started regular time. Yep. And then the gig, the gig was over, and we watched the Flyers like three thirty in the morning. Like this is insane. 
oh my god do you do you remember where so the other two do you remember where you were when the when the phillies won in 08 yes we were playing at rp mcmurphy's oh nice as soon as they as soon as they won I mean, obviously, all the ducko animals went insane. Yep. And someone hurled a beer bottle <laughs> towards the stage, and it exploded right next to my head on the wall. Oh, like shit. Like Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers yeah. style. I was like, I'm going to keep tucked down for a while until this thing settles out. I mean, yeah, we were there. That got, that got scary um, there. And where, yeah. what else? Where are other places you want to know about? So, yeah, um, Phillies 08. So, Phillies um, 08, we, we were – so, the first half of the game, we were off. We figured we took the night off because we figured they were going to win. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to go celebrate. And I was on Frankfurt Avenue with Danny Nogo bouncing around bars, <laughs> climbing, called, climbing light poles, right? Greasy well, light they, poles. well, they called the game. So we played the following night at, and we had a gig at Adelphia and I was pissed and we set up and there was nobody in Adelphia. It was like, I'm telling you, it was six or seven people showed up. We watched the Phillies win in Adelphia and celebrated ourselves. That was it. Dave oh, was, it was just. A Wednesday, it was a Wednesday night. It was, right? a, it was and a Dave Wednesday was night. like, Dave was like, just play, play, play music. We nobody cares about the Phillies. I'm like, dude, you're insane. Me and oh, Greg, yeah. me and Greg yeah, yeah, broke yeah. down. It was the fastest we have ever packed that band into the truck and drove ourselves to Frankfurt and Cotman. Oh my because, god! But because the Phillies won at 10, 10 30, by the time we got to Frankfurt and Cotman at 2.30 in the morning, there's nobody there. We missed the whole celebration. Oh, I, was just, I thought you were going to say you rolled up no. and there was already tanks there. I wish. Uh, <laughs> but how, about the, how about the Eagles? I, I remember where I was when the Eagles won. We weren't playing that night. Nope, um, I know you weren't. We weren't playing. Um, I, don't, I think I was probably just home, man, watching it. I don't think I, don't, I, don't think I was anywhere. I, I decided not to go to a party. And I went to Ray and Angie's uh, with Maddie Kaplan. That's mistake number one. <laughs> we went. It was me, Angie, and Ray, Maddie Kaplan, and some psycho girl he was dating uh, at the time. And we watched it in their in their living room. And I got wasted and got myself to Frankfurt and Cotman after they won that time. <laughs> Did you make it this time? I made it that mm-hmm. time. It was awesome. Cop, cops were cops were a block two or three blocks away from Frankfurt and Cotman frisking everybody that came in with big trash trucks and throwing all the beer in the trash trucks. Uh, if you had, cause I walked up and I had, I think I had eight or nine beers stuffed in my like coat. And like, I was like going to like go in there and drink. And they're like, they took everything and threw it, and threw it in the thing. I was like, Oh, all right. That's crazy. We're about to have some fun. Awesome. We it were in awesome. Boston um, playing in Boston when they, when the Red Sox had their parade after like oh, really? how many, how many millions of years until, it was you know, like until they won. some years, right? Yeah. So we were up there playing a Friday and Saturday. The weekend they had their first World Series celebration in like 80 years. You want to talk about a town oh. out of its mind. I mean, Boston are animals just like Philadelphia is. That had to there, be. There are, there are animals up there. That had to be amazing to, to see. Yeah, it sounded like a war zone outside the hotel. <laughs> it, was, it was just the whole weekend was insane. If there's any city I'd want to be in to see a championship celebrated other than Philly, it would be Boston. Yeah, I mean, Boston's a baseball town. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a baseball town. You know what I mean? Me, yeah, the Patriots, or whatever. Right. That's their football team. But Boston's a baseball town. Yeah. Just sure. like, that's like we're, we're a football town. Yeah, we went to Fenway, got, did like the, the corny stuff, took the tour. That's awesome. We I've always do this stuff. We're, we're away. We always try to find stuff to do. Like, 
during the day. Like me and Ray and Mike or whoever wants to go, we'll do different stuff during the day. Like we're in Boston. One time we went to the Star Wars exhibit with all the costumes at like yeah. the Museum of Science. Another time we went to Salem. We were up there. One day we went to uh, a hockey game. One day we went to Fenway. We were like little tourists. I, see, that's the – we. We would drink so much the night before on a Friday. Like I went, to, I was at Boston with the band like twice. We drank so much the Friday night that by Saturday it was like I'm sleeping all day. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. get to do anything, and it sucks because I would have liked to have seen touristy stuff. Well, you could you could have went to bed. You're allowed. Yeah. No. That doesn't <laughs> no. work. It doesn't work that way. No, our no. our our first the first time I ever went to Boston, our our bar tab, uh, the Friday night was. I think it was eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, I picked up that. at least at eleven, and it was mostly. Believe it or not, it was Dave. Dave was texting me. I was with, with it was with Greg and Berg. The three of us were were the crew, which that you know that's a shit show. And Dave would text <laughs> like every every like six or seven minutes. I would get a text, Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke. Like he was, <laughs> he was. I've never seen Dave that drunk. Because you got you got to leave your stuff set up. Yep. You know you got yeah. to bring up pack down. All you got to do is. Uh, you know, slunk out to the ca- dump yourself in the cab, go yep. back to the hotel. Yeah, that's that's exactly what we did. It was pre Uber. Oh yeah, definitely pre Uber. It's so funny how now you're just so used to just getting in a stranger's car. You're told, <laughs> you're told your whole life, told right? your whole life, don't get in a stranger's car. Don't and do now this. I'm, now I'm calling strangers to my home to pick me up to take me places. Right. There's it seems pretty crazy. Nothing to see here. Nothing dangerous. But I like I like Uber for. I mean, I don't really use it. Only place I use it. For gigs is when we got to play when we play the Eagles games down at the Eagles down at the uh, oh. Xfinity. I'll Uber oh. as close I'll get close as I can, jump out at the red light, walk the rest of the way. There's no way you're trying to park down there. No, 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 no. I made the mistake of driving down every time we played. So I drove down one time. And I said no, never again. Nightmare, absolute nightmare. I'm that- bribing. I'm bribing gate guys. I'm like, yo, you understand? I got to get in there. We'll give you. Seventy dollars just to look out of the way. Hundred dollars to turn your head. Let us. We have to get in that. No, no, McMahon. You guys are uh, all right. But now nah, and over again. I just now, always we, Uber. At, at, when we played, Dave, Dave had, uh, Dave put the chain on. You know, you know where the uh, like the lot where you go up to the state behind the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right by um, the back door to victory and shit. Sure. So, so. They had the padlock there, but Dave would never lock it. Dave would just kind of hide the lock, but leave it unlocked. So whenever we pull up, well, somebody figured that out at some point and opened it and people were driving in and they went and they changed the lock on us and they didn't tell us. And we pulled up one day and we couldn't even get in and there was nobody that had the key. Like it was a bad, bad, bad scene. Um, But yeah, it was pretty, uh, he was Dave was real sneaky with shit like that. Dave would Dave would always find a little angle <clears throat> to keep us one step ahead. Yeah, yeah, he had his systems. You gotta have your systems, man. Yeah, you gotta have your systems. But some of those gates up there are so cold, dude. Like yeah, December, January, dude. We man, we did our last one, the playoff game at January fourth, fifth, something like that. And yep, dude, we froze to death. <laughs> like like two of my fingers were still like numb. Like two days later, I think that's frostbite. I think it's called frostbite. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting with a pin. I was I was putting a match <laughs> under them. I'm like, I think my hands are they died. <laughs> um, but yeah, but uh, I still wouldn't trade it though. Now, so no, the worst I mean, situation gig is still better than not playing at all, or, I mean, or any other or any other line of work. 
for that for that. Honestly, I, I love what I do now, but and because I'm so distanced from the band stuff, I miss it. I miss I miss aspects of it. I miss being around the guys. I miss being around the people. Um, and I miss I'll tell you, I, I said it to I said it to Ray. I miss doing the lights. I miss, I really connected with that, with that. I always felt that as much as the band is the show, the lights make the band better. And you guys Absolutely. have a great show with all the TVs and the lights. Like your, your guys are, are top of the line. They're they really, are really I good. Hope it all, I hope it all works after all these months. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, they're good, man. They're I good. prided myself in doing certain certain light scenes to certain songs and i would go back after not working for a while i would go back and i would watch watch the rockets and i see some of the same things that i did that they still kept doing and it was it to me that made me smile like nice. not gonna hang my name up in lights and give me credit for it and that's cool i don't want that but it's nice to see that you know you're still it's doing your, your this. legacy you're like legacies built into that yeah and then i ended the show yep i've i had i had two offers outside of the Rockets in my time with the band to, to come and do lights for other bands. And that to me was, was the, the most, the biggest compliment I could ever get. It was, it was two other bands asked me it to is, come and good. do lights. And I thought, you know what? Thank you. I, I appreciate the offer, but I'm, this is, you know, Dave, there's nobody that took care of me better in my life work-wise than Dave ever to this yeah. day. As great as yeah, the company I, I work for is, I mean, the fringe benefits working with Dave were outstanding. Plus he was just like, he's like a brother. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. He's one, he was one of the best for sure. I, I can't wait to see you guys uh, play again. I, I can't. So even me either. <laughs> me either. I can't wait either. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, I don't know if we're going to know any songs. We're talking about that. I was like, we got called to play tomorrow. Like, I don't know if I know any songs anymore. That's you know, funny. We're gonna we're gonna have to like rehearse songs we've been playing for like ten years just because right? we haven't played them for like two months. It's like call you know? Jesse's girl. No, don't call Jesse's no, girl. I don't remember. I don't, the, know. I don't know. How's that fast as that go? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's gonna be. We're talking about getting together soon, like setting up a place and starting to starting to work on stuff, new stuff, That's old good. stuff. Just yeah, man. Just because we're this is gonna be over eventually. Yeah, you know, we're gonna have to go play again and be like whoa what's this song well you thought of this song in three months again you figure with all this with the shore stuff opening and the summer coming up their bars are gonna it's, have it'll to happen. open it'll happen it'll yeah. happen slowly i mean it's like any any other period you know in history right i mean there were bands before the civil war started and then they got all screwed up they couldn't gig and they had to wait a little bit so it, it, entertainment's not going to go away you know yeah. they had enter they had entertainment during the depression they had entertainment yeah. people were always going to need to go out and and you know get their drink on and dance and sing and like regardless of how long this goes people are going to need to do that when it's over and it's good i'm not worried about our business going away no and it's good you know what it's good to see the the people that are able to do it that are doing it online and that are streaming you know jay streaming stuff and ray does some stuff here and there and 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 laura lee yeah. and, and yeah. bobby Perellis is doing some drum stuff and like Courtney and, and Gypsy Wisdom people and like everybody that we know and that like that, I said, again, I said this to CT and I said this to, I, I forget who else I said it to, but 
the only the one good thing you can take away from this is is that you get to see these acts and these people that you don't normally get to see because you're all playing at the same time you're able to experience and see them doing their thing that you don't normally get to see and that's you don't see anybody right and that's a good thing to pull out of this like you know you may not want to go out to see another band because yo i just gigged for seven straight days i got three days off I don't want to go to another bar, even yeah, though, yeah. You know, no, even right. though I love LeCompte, I don't want to go see LeCompte because I've been in the bars for seven days. But here you can see the Giuliano brothers and you can see all these really, really awesome people yeah. doing their thing from your living room right now. Definitely. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a uh, different days for sure. I mean, there's like, Oh man, I didn't realize that girl was that good. I didn't realize that guy was that good. Yeah. You know, a lot of people you're like, you don't say I don't see any, I don't see any other bands. I supposed to <laughs> play with them. Yeah. You know, which is very rare. Yeah. Um, Matter of fact, after we get done this, I'm going to play video games for a while and I'll pop in and see Jack. Uh, Jack Kidd's going to go live at five o'clock and, and play some songs. And he does that on Sundays. And, you know, I make cool. sure I pop in at least just to see for a little bit, even if I don't stay the whole time. I, yeah, I got to no, I gotta I support all my friends. Yeah, man. But yeah. this was fun. I, I really enjoyed this. I had, a, I had a good time. Me too, man. Looking forward to it for a while. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, cut this up actually i really don't have to edit anything i just have to throw music at the beginning people have time to listen to the whole thing even if it's just inside talk they just have to have time to listen you should you should because what are they doing there's some good stuff in here you got to make sure you listen to it but i i i 100 i appreciate you uh you doing this and and uh we'll uh what what are you playing What, what video games you playing right now uh i'm gonna play a little destiny later uh i got that and maybe a little baseball get my baseball fix in i get lazy with video like i buy i buy a new game i want to do i get to the first hard part and i'm like eh. yeah i put the paddle down and then two weeks later i buy a new game and I get to- <laughs> see I'm, I'm i'm the opposite way is i'll just power through the games because I mean, that's that's what i do um play the star wars game play the uh and i, I, I fall in order play that it's a good story and I got to one part where I'm stuck. Yep. And I and I can't get unstuck. And I got yep. I got to look up some help online or something. That's all. Google it. It's all there. There's, know, there's walkthroughs there. for everything. It's all there. But uh, so funny. Thank you. Thanks, I, I I 100% appreciate this. Uh, Doug, you have uh, Twitters and Instagrams and shit for people to to come look at for stuff. I don't, don't know. I mean, Split has all that stuff. You know, SplitDecisionPhilly.com. And then I think our Instagram is SplitDPhilly. Yeah, and we're easy, all our links are easy to find on SplitDecision.com, SplitDecisionPhilly.com. There you go. All our links are easy to find. There you go. And, Look uh, for that. We get all the all the different guys pages. You can go off there. Not that anybody knows what, cares what I have to say, but uh, <laughs> you can find me on there. It's it's pretty easy. Well, but, we uh, we right, we man. we really hope to see you guys playing soon, and everybody. We else. will. We will, man. We'll be, the whole the scene will be back. It'll be back. Yeah, I think it'll it's be stronger keep, too. Definitely, you just gotta keep your everyone keep your head up. It's hard. You know, just hard. So all yeah. of a sudden, in like one weekend, I was just done. All of it was done. Yeah. That, that, I knew that, my that, last gig would have been just when it was. I would have maybe, I, mean, I would have joined it a little bit more or tried a little harder or something. I don't know. <laughs> like it's the last one. It's the last one. Well, now you got a little bit better. You got, now you got it to look forward to. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. Cool. I'm in it for the long haul. Good. Good. But, uh, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, man. All right, we'll do I'm a not, shot. I'm not becoming a mailman just yet. No? Wait a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Um, I don't have the legs. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do a shot the first night out. We'll do. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people doing sh- 
toasting and doing shots, but oh, the first couple of shows are gonna be ugly. Yeah, they are. We don't we don't know the songs. It's gonna be bombed. It's gonna be a drunken shit show, and it's gonna be sounding like a shit show. It's gonna be great. Oh, it's gonna yeah. be the best. Yeah, it'll be it'll be terribly awesome. Yes, that's exactly what we're looking for. Man. But no, I but, I uh, thank, thank you, you, man. This was this was a ton of fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll catch up with you later, man. Yes, you will. All right, dude. <laughs>